Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. Today's Daf Ishkalim 10, Daf Yud, and my name is David Hoffman. I draw our attention to Amud Bet on Daf Yud, and the Mishnah says, Para v'sa'ir ha'mishtalayach v'lashon shel zahorit ba'in mitrumat halishka. And what it's saying here, once again, it's returning to the larger context of what can the money that is collected for the temple, that is held in the temple treasury, be used for? And as we said, it's used for the purposes of the temple. But the Mishnah is actually teaching us a halacha that despite the fact that certain things are not explicitly sacrificial offerings occurring in the temple itself, things that are in the larger division of stuff and materials that are used for religious purposes and purification purposes, these things can in fact be used for the money of the temple treasury. So the red heifer, even though it is not offered in the temple itself, as well as the scapegoat, and we're about to speak about this strip of crimson wool, all of these things are used um, in the process of purifying the Jewish people, the money, the Mishnah is saying, may come from the collection of the temple treasury. Now, I draw our attention to this. We know what the para aduma is, the red heifer, this interesting um, red cow that is ultimately beyond explanation and is used to purify... um, people when they become um, impure. And that law is given in Numbers chapter 19. And as the Torah is speaking about there in chapter 19, about how the um, para aduma needs to be handled, it speaks that ultimately here, The cow is burned, its hide and all of its flesh and its blood. And the Kohen then goes ahead and takes cedar wood, hyssop. And interestingly enough, and we don't have an explanation for this, along with the larger idea of the para aduma itself, but crimson thread. And all of this is thrown into the burning cow. So this crimson thread that is thrown into the burning cow, and that is again in Numbers 19, verse 6. So 
What I'm asking is, the Lashon Shelzehorit in our Mishnah here, this strip of crimson wool, what is it? Well, one explanation is that it is in fact what we just said, this crimson thread that is offered that must go ahead and be thrown into the burning para aduma and is part of the mixture. That's one understanding of what this red strip is all about, the strip of crimson wool is. But alternatively, I would offer two other understandings, and both come from the Gemara in Yoma. One understanding of what this red strip is, is that is, it is the Lashon Shebein Karnav. It is the red strip of crimson wool that is tied between the horns, the horns of the scapegoat itself, which the Mishnah will then go ahead and speak about here, actually, um, on our page. So the second understanding that this red strip is, is the red that was tied between the horns of the scapegoat once that goat was identified um, in the lottery that this was the scapegoat that would go out to Azazel. Ultimately, it was necessary to distinguish between the two goats, and the thread was necessary um, component in identifying um, which goat would go where. Now, that's one, that's the second understanding of it. And the third understanding from the Gemara is that before the goat, the scapegoat, is pushed off, it's tied, the red strip is tied to its horn and then to a rock. And this is the Gemara on Yoma 67a. And once again, what I see here, what we're identifying, are three uses of red strips. So it's unclear in our Mishnah what this Lashon Shel Zahorit is, the crimson wool is, but what we have done is identified three uses of red strips. One regarding the para aduma, and then two others uses regarding the issue of the um, Sa'ir Hamishtalayach, the, the scapegoat. The question seemingly is, <laughs> what's the meaning, whether it's regarding the para aduma or the scapegoat itself, why all this presence of a red strip? What is the meaning of this red strip of wool in any part of these rituals? And in some ways, I mean, we just don't know, but I will offer um, this understanding. And this understanding is that the color red symbolizes sin, even in the Chumash. And we know this explicitly in Navi from Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. And the verse speaks about sin as a stain of red. And the idea of purity is 
Sheleg Yalbinu, that ultimately the idea that God will ultimately bring for us is a type of purity that will be white, like snow, as opposed to the symbol of red, which is sin. So we're raising the question simply today of that we know that the shkalim can be used to go ahead and purchase this red strip. And the red strip has a role with the para aduma explicitly in the Chumash, chapter 19, Numbers. And according to the Gemara, the red strip, wool strip, has two uses regarding the Sayyir Mishtalayach. And in all three of those uses, the red is curious, and what we're offering is that simply the red is some sort of physical symbol of sin. And the idea ultimately is to do away with that and to turn something white, which ultimately represents purity. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead. Available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.